Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Welcome sisters, brothers, and non-binary listeners to episode six of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing developing intuition and mediumship, and we are so excited to introduce our guest today. His name is Gaz, and he's from the Fabric of Being. So hello, welcome, Gaz. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We're so excited to be having this discussion with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for inviting me, you and Christina as well. It's nice to, well, we spoke uh, plentiful earlier for like 30 <laughs> minutes, so I feel like I'm reintroducing myself again, but I'm, I'm grateful for being on and hopefully I can contribute something worthwhile. <laughs> Thank you. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what is it that you do? What is the fabric of being? Yeah, uh, so uh, basically I, I'm originally from England, uh, a place called Stockport, close to Manchester. Uh, I grew up there and then uh, I currently now live in Canada after traveling. I, I met my wife in New Zealand. She's Canadian uh, and we have we have two small children. Uh, ironically, I have been aware of my spiritual awareness and capacity, capacity since a very young age. And then uh, it turns out and shortly after meeting Shannon, although she was having experiences and could see ours and stuff, uh, she just thought that was a natural way of being. Uh, and it, it became obvious that we were both similar. Uh, it feels like we're both similar in nature. So once Shannon got in full swing and started offering mediumship readings to people uh, and built up a confidence, we decided, actually it was your your friend as well, Natalie Cooper, that suggested we do a website and and offer our gifts open to other people to be able to uh, assist people uh, so yeah we started the fabric of being uh, it's mainly just our website at the moment hopefully eventually one day we hope for a podcast to offer more things but we just offer the opportunity for people to either have spiritual readings which is generally known as like a mediumship reading uh, or we do have energetic therapies on there to help people uh, with healing like mental emotional and physical uh, aid and then it's also hopefully eventually turning into something where we can help people to develop the gifts for themselves so they can start to open up to their own like capabilities uh, and spiritual senses naturally very cool so i think what- after our visit with you we definitely uh you definitely felt a connection i think you definitely helped us open up a lot more to a lot of that as well so okay yeah no that's nice like <laughs> yeah that's nice we loved it and I think you ladies were already open uh, it was just about shining that light back on you so you could already realize what it was you was experiencing and what you was just starting to unfold cool. yeah so um can you like explain what intuition and mediumship is for someone who might be new to those terms yeah definitely like uh, I can do my best uh, because I feel like those terms, generally with any term, it kind of tries to create a static image of something. And generally the actual label doesn't really 
do justice to the depthness of things. So I think with intuition, generally it's conceived as like even if you break that word up in intuition, as Christina will know, teaching and most mm-hmm. people in general that it's like an intuition, like inner learning or inner knowledge. But that really doesn't reflect what intuition actually is. So really how I understand intuition and experience it is that it's a finer sense of the human being but in an energetic spiritual capacity so it's a way of when you pick up on your environment or you pick up on people or you 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 pick up on the stream of your current trajectory in life if that makes sense so you don't like it's not as psychic as where you look further afield and you start to see the future but maybe within the space of your experience in the next five to ten minutes you might pick up on something that's going to happen like somebody coming through the door or an experience or something that's going to be said but really all that is is a finer attunement to your environment the people around you and your experience and when you start to become aware of that's already happening to everyone constantly sometimes people you know oh, i just had a feeling uh but actually a feeling is a part of intuition when you learn to find peace within the mind and be to more attuned to what it is you're actually feeling in your environment you'll realize that you're picking up on things all the time that feelings senses as well as uh subtle images within the mind so i would say intuition as a whole is the ability to to be super sensitive to your environment, to yourself and to the people around you and to be able to interpret the feedback from those things and to fine tune it to an understanding uh, so you can like move forward with that knowledge. So if you develop it well enough, it helps you to navigate, navigate every aspect of your life better or with a deeper and clearer understanding of what is actually happening uh mediumship on the other hand is you know as it is in the word the medium is that you're the the medium between two uh i was going to say two frequencies but you're the medium to be able to interface with two different uh conscious frequencies are two different dimensions if you want to call it that so that you can receive messages from loved ones or guides or unincarnate intelligences and be able to pass that information on to people in the physical who haven't yet opened up their awareness to those finer levels hmm. interesting okay so and you said that you, oh sorry <laughs> you said no, that you, you discovered ahead. your your um your gifts when you were younger uh, yeah like from like a from like a very young age, I would say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible person for terminology and stuff, but I would say, because spiritual to me, even though there's no difference between spiritual and physical fundamentally, spiritual to me more encapsulates like your state of being, meditation, love, uh, your connection to things. Uh, and, and obviously we call it spirit, but the higher phases of conscious existence. And then I think I was at a very young age having more like psychic phenomena experience. So people would, there's obviously varying degrees again, but people would call it like ghosts and stuff like that, but are like, like, you know, conscious people in spirit that haven't really passed on. So I was having those experiences as a child that probably weren't always uh, as enjoyable or as fun that people might think, you know, when you're younger, uh, and it's a bit more an invasion on your growth as a person and as a child. So I was having those experiences. And then as I got into my teens is when I really kind of, I shut it all out for a little bit, you know, like uh, drinking and partying and living and just enjoying my life. And I think in some way that was a way of shutting it down and not really having to deal with those things. And then I gradually started to open back up again. I was at work one day. I was actually working in a warehouse at the time. And I was speaking to this lady and I just started to see Aurora, like around her head. Like, can you, can I swear? I can't say. I was like, <laughs> oh, S-H-I-T. Like, I can see Aurora, like 17, like green as anything. It was probably like the worst thing I could have said to her. She was like, what? And I was like, 
Yeah, like you can see like the your lighter and uh, I think she thought I was just, you know, making it up or I'd, uh, <laughs> up to no good. And then that's when I started to open up again uh, and started to explore my spirituality and what was out there on offer. So, yeah, it was it was from a, a young age. Uh, it's been over like 25 years now, uh, but it's been a I'd say like I'm very much. A different person from that person then obviously when I first opened up to how I understand my uh, view on spirituality and stuff now. So obviously like the fabric of being is um, like you and Shannon helping others connect as mediums so what do you personally do with your abilities like how do these abilities show up in your everyday life? Oh, uh, pretty much it's consistent throughout my day, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I'm someone that's like uh, very open. So even sometimes like if I'm lay on the couch uh, and if I'm not focusing on anything, like messages will pop in for people and I'll text those people and be like, oh, sorry to bother you. Because it really like per se, you shouldn't really read people who haven't asked you to. It's an invasion of privacy. But then sometimes if there's somebody in spirit who really wants to get them a message, and there's someone that's a space cadet as me and is a little bit open and they can pop in and say like, oh, hi, can you just say this? <laughs> uh, so that does that quite consistently. Generally, it's, it's more about, uh, obviously I have a daily meditation practice and breathing practice uh, and then messages and guidance and, and information comes through then. Uh, at the moment, it's just about navigating the seas of discontent and disharmony within society and where we're going. And I generally try to use it to guide, obviously, my children, uh, to guide uh, my wife, and obviously Shannon's a medium as well, and we use it to guide each other, but really just to discover, to have a, a greater and a finer understanding of where we are as people, how we can improve upon that, and where it is, we, what decisions we should make to ensure that those decisions are based on love, honesty, and truth for the people around us as well as ourselves. That's so beautiful. That's such a selfless way to live. And um, like you had mentioned before uh, we started recording, um, everything just comes out of love, like it all comes from a loving place. And I think that based on what you're, what you just explained to us, and um, you know how how you use it to to kind of live your life and, and base your interactions around. It definitely seems like you're, you're leading from a place of love, which is so beautiful. And I think- Yeah. I mean, it, it always sounds more poetic and beautiful than the actuality of existence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like words can sound like poetry streaming from a spiritual person's per se, whatever a spiritual person is from their mouth. But, you know, like we discussed before, when my son fundamentally refused to do his maths today, uh, I can tell you those poetic spiritual words of love were flowing out of my mouth, no worries. Uh, so, yeah, like it, it's always at the background and it's always something like we strive for. Uh, and yeah, like we, we do our best. And, you know, when I, I don't know if you want me to express upon it, but in terms of love as well, like uh, I think it's fundamentally important for people to understand what love is, because we often address it as like, you know, I, I think people often think it's like this whimsical thing uh, that's, you know, for ethereal people that like group into circles and chant and stuff. But love's one of the most powerful forces in existence. In fact, it's the fundamental foundation of reality. Uh, and love can take like the hardest of beatings and get back up and go again. And when you understand what love is, we're actually made of love so when mystics in the past have expressed that you know the experience god maybe and that god was love is because to be in the presence of your pure awareness and being is to be in the presence and the pure aware of being of the infinite which you know some uh, religions like to call god and when you're in that presence it feels like love it feels like ecstasy and it feels like bliss to actually be present with the fabric of your own self you then feel that love and bliss so it's not love isn't something to attain and it's not an ideal or idea it's just an expression of the self once you reach that place oh it's so beautiful <laughs> so um 
I, I'm like speechless now. I'm just so caught up in your words. And <laughs> It's the accent. It's only the accent. Yeah. <laughs> Do I sound like that drunk guy in a bar here in Toronto trying to talk about love? And, uh, <laughs> no, so but I, I think I think I'm caught up in a lot of what you're saying because, um, in trying to connect to my own intuition, which you in fact did teach me to do, um, I have experienced a lot of those feelings, so I I can sympathize with a lot of um what you're saying like I understand a lot of what you're saying and I'm not at the the level of awareness that you are yet so I have a long way to go yep, <laughs> but me too <laughs> but uh, I, I would, think I would completely like refute that on both parts because <laughs> uh there's there's no there's no levels or stages per, to progression that's kind of like uh a mind look at things that exist within polarity because on the on the physical plane so to speak we always look at things in terms of time-based linear and that things have to progress and like evolve so to speak and get bigger or better or improve uh whereas fundamentally with how i see it and experience uh spirituality consciousness existence are the infinite or god if you so to speak is that the we're already that like we're already that awareness the just the thing is that our mind and our awareness is caught up in the circus of life like the neon lights of life the loud like speakers of existence and we're so absorbed in it it's like an imax cinema screen right around the awareness just bombarding it with images and colors and thoughts and it's not a a thousand million steps out into the stars as progression it's just one step back into the heart and it's through the heart that then we can feel our own being and then we experience that completeness and then life doesn't become about growing or about reaching something it becomes about expressing what we are and the structure of who we are becomes the framework of which that light shines with through and which we can share ourselves and the infinite and love and light with the world. So then the world becomes a palette for which your light to paint upon rather than for something new to discover and to bring into yourself to improve yourself upon. Because you're already perfect, you're already beautiful, you're already wonderful. It's about letting go of the illusions of who we think we are, re-embracing who we actually are, and then expressing that for everybody to see. And you mentioned like the busyness of life. And I felt like when I was meditating consistently every day, I felt blissful. Like you had said, I felt content. I felt just so connected to who I was. And then life got so busy and I stopped meditating every day. And I felt so disconnected from myself. And my head was just like, ah like just like scrambled like I didn't know who I was and now I'm like trying to like come down from that and like connect back to where I was but sometimes it's difficult sometimes life gets in the way yeah, definitely <laughs> I know that feeling very well and uh, especially it's ironic because uh, the more sensitive you become to everything as well as yourself it's easier to snap out of that place because you're so sensitive to everything around you that those things can become even louder and even brighter. Mm. And it's, it's much easier for it to take your awareness. And that's the importance of, you know, keeping your own space. People call it grounding or protection. I prefer to think of keeping your own space uh, just so it's not as uh, intense uh, on you. But yeah, I know I've, I've been there myself many times. <laughs> so I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> so are are people able to tap into their own intuitive and medium abilities like is that something that yeah. you can teach people yeah definitely and I, I struggle with the word teach I do use it myself as well I prefer like to express an understanding uh, I feel like intuition and mediumship are just senses and faculties of if you want to call it the soul of being uh, that everybody has it's just that they've never been shown how to use it and that they're, they're currently not using them or in use of it once people understand how to bring their awareness back to them they're, they're there already it's, it's not anything that you need to develop it's just something that you need to uncover and remove uh, like the loudness and the clouds to be able to have a clearer connection to it so once people 
uh, I think, uh, I don't know if I did it with Unicorn, because I think you was with Shannon, but with Christina, we did the what awareness actually is. So ev every day, obviously, people are aware, but they don't realise they can use their awareness. So not just to be aware of the outside world, but to be aware of their own body. So you'll notice it more like if you hurt yourself or you have a strain, like you're not actually obviously feeling it with your hands, but you feel it in the muscle or you feel it in that area because your attention's drawn there because the, the body's obviously uh, expressing something. But you can actually take that awareness, you know, to the palm of your hands now while you're listening or while we're talking. You can take it to your left foot and maintain it there. You can take it to your left shoulder. Uh, once you understand that you can use your awareness in that way, you can then maintain it in certain areas of the body. So you can fundamentally, it's important to maintain it over the heart center. Uh, but initially to have in to open up the spiritual eye, the, the third eye, spiritual vision is to maintain the awareness between the eyebrows on on the skin and it's just a light awareness it feels like a pressure but eventually awareness can be like a light and as it as it starts to maintain that awareness there it will start to open up the third eye uh, and you'll open up the vision into like the purple light behind the eyes which people may experience the indigo light because they, they say people humans can't see on the violet spectrum but the spiritual eye can see in that spectrum and that's where you first start to see the what people have termed the astral world which is the next conscious phase of existence on from the physical so yeah people everybody is a medium so to speak and everybody has intuition because it's just a natural part of uh, being a, a conscious being uh, the ways to open that are really simple just takes uh, dedication and patience uh, and there's actually a step-by-step -step process to opening it and when when that does happen like christina was saying before you'll you'll have the visions and that and you're not making them up obviously they're happening and then it's just about having a safe space for you to be able to express those experiences to make sure they're valid and they make sense and then you can keep practicing in that way uh, so then you can get familiar with what your intuition is how you're receiving it and how how to use it and to validate when it when to understand the information enough to make sure it's valid and accurate every time hmm. uh, did that answer your question i don't even know if I... yeah no it did <laughs> yeah because like uh, you know everybody's a spiritual being a physical being a conscious being uh it's just a matter of reintroducing people to know how to open up and then it's like learning again like i, don't, I was gonna say like a baby which is which is just a little bit condescending but you know you, you have to learn to walk uh and you, you have to learn things so it's just about once you reintroduce yourself to that awareness you're communicating at a different level or you're receiving information at a different level or in a different way is probably best to say and then it's like okay how do i understand this information and how do i gain some sort of understanding and knowledge from it and then how do i express it or how do i even use it in my life so the way most intuition uh, mediumship happens uh is you know it can be imagination uh, obviously there's feeling and senses but you can also get visual interpretations or messages so i feel like we've been mis imagination has been misrepresented so if you say imagination uh, subconsciously i would imagine a majority of people think fantasy or make-believe or daydreaming but uh imagination isn't any of those things it's actually a place and imagination is a language so when people say that you know they, they can like they get psychic impressions it's actually when you so let's say you imagine your car now if you have a car like imagine your car see its shape and its color you're actually seeing that so what you're doing is is impressing an image in that field of imagination in your intuition you'll pick up visual uh, impressions from other people from your environment from nature and when you do mediumship you can pick up those visual impressions from spirit so they they'll project we often laugh sometimes because sometimes when we're doing the reading it's like spiritual charades because <laughs> they'll like project that image of what they're trying to express uh onto onto the field of imagination that you're also viewing 
uh, and then you also by impressing feelings upon you you then naturally intuit and interpret that and then pass it on to the receiver if that if that makes sense yeah no that makes sense so at the beginning of our conversation you had mentioned when you were rediscovering your abilities when you're working at the warehouse you saw a green aura around one of your coworkers. so can you explain what an aura is yeah, it's like an energy field. So the, the best way, maybe not the best, but the way I understand it is, people can often, or I, I presume people think that auras are own like organic life. They're only around living things. Uh, and I know they're starting to show it in science that things have energy fields as if like they're giving off energy from you, you know, like mm-hmm. you're an organic, like it's a byproduct of an organic Uh, kinetic energy but actually everything has an auric field because an auric field is just the energetic structure at the next level of the physical representation in this reality i'm so sorry i know i started going off into realms of like no it makes sense yeah it makes sense really it's like every aura as a physical manifestation so mm-hmm. without energy first you couldn't have the physical manifestation so like when when you're watching tv and you see people on the tv you're not really seeing the people you're seeing the pixels and it's the pixels that make the people it's the energy that makes the physical vibration uh, a form and a reality so uh every aura has a physical representation so when you when you look at people it's really easy to do and most people could probably do it first time it just takes like a a gazing of your awareness uh, around people and you'll start to see the first layer which is like a looks like a shadow but like a light like a like a dim white light Uh, and then as your vision opens up more you'll start to see the other layers uh, and fields and the colors and you'll start to see it around him so within that that aura uh, you can read and understand and pick up on people's like mental states uh, their emotional also the physical states and uh and then it you know if if so you use that to help them or to even interpret your own auric field but yeah r is the most common word but it's really just uh, an energy field but it's also uh consciousness and and your spiritual bodies hmm. okay so what are the different like colors like is um are those colors um associated with like the chakras like the energy centers in our bodies yeah definitely so i think you mentioned green for example so obviously you know red uh, it's like uh, colors of the rainbow as well that spectrum uh into penetrates but so for green for example you, you you can learn like from you know websites and books as well the each chakra uh, and their colors so as you're reading people for example i may look at that lady and she's predominantly green that that's the color that's uh pushing itself out mostly uh and i know straight away that's the heart chakra and i know straight away then the heart chakra is linked to emotions it, it could all it might be a physical thing but it might be linked to her emotions or something that's going on so let's say that that lady I look and it's it's like a slightly heavier green. So I can tell by the tint or the shade that oh, so it's a heavier green. So she something's weighing heavy on her heart. She's she's like the most prominent thing in her life at the moment is a heart-based issue that she's struggling with. But then as you look at that color, you you don't once you open your spiritual vision, that color speaks to you, so to speak, is that you will then intuit and interpret it brings pictures and feelings of what that is. So for example, I may see her like writing a letter uh, and that she she needs to express a love to somebody uh, or she need, it might not be love, it might come in another form because as she's writing that letter, there'll be a scene around her and there'll be, uh, p- there'll be feelings of well of what it's about. Maybe it's about mourning somebody or anything. Uh, if you see yellow, that's usually, the solar plexus chakra and that's about the mental body as well as the sense of self and and ego and uh, thoughts of self-worth or just just general interpretation of the self uh yeah and orange is a sacral and then you can understand if there's issues with creativity or sexuality 
are it may then just go into things of a physical nature uh, the best thing is to be open and it's rather than trying to interpret it you have a you have like a a, gra a base level of mental understanding but then it's to be in a place of peace so it can speak to you and then you just act really as a mirror to to speak that back to the person and can you can you um give off a different color aura at different times or is everyone always the same color aura yeah definitely no it, it changes it's also unless uh, my awareness into the level that i can see every layer perfectly all the time so it's difficult to say because it might be just seeing different flashes of different areas at different times but it does change and flux based on the where they are at each level of the being and what's going on at that time so the shades and the lighting will change and the the color can change too So I'm curious, can your intuition ever be wrong? Like, is there a way we can learn how to trust our intuition? Yeah, I, I don't think intuition can be wrong, but can our interpretation of what we're receiving be wrong? So maybe, yeah, it, it, we can misinterpret or misunderstand the information we're receiving, just like in, in any kind of, uh, information-based thing in life where we can misunderstand what's being communicated by someone else who we're actually speaking to. We can also misunderstand the communication within ourselves. Uh, the only way to ensure that we're getting the correct understanding of what it is we're interpreting is by practice and familiarity. So that's, um, if you're practicing, like a, if you're actually wanting to practice, uh, you're to use your kind of uh, extrasensory perceptions then it's always nice to have an environment with other people where you can feel safe to practice because it, at first people think like oh am I making it up am I uh, not very good at it maybe I can't do it maybe it's not for me uh, but if you can have that space these these uh, I was going to say skills and abilities but they're a nat I try not to dress them up too much because they're a natural part of the human being. But these these abilities to interpret at a finer uh, to interpret at a finer level uh, are innate in everyone. But if you have an environment where you can have that experience and then share it and get feedback, that's how you build up when you know that you can start to trust it. Once you start hitting the 95% mark, that every time you interpret something, it's correct, then you can feel more confident in them what you're getting, that you know you can give it and it's gonna be right. Because trust me, you can tell people things that are 100% accurate and they'll say no. Or they'll say <laughs> they, don't, they don't think so, or they can't remember, or surely not because there's lots of things that people are hiding from themselves, which is very difficult because that could be like quite an abusive situation that you're like, no, no, I know this and you're just ignoring it. Like you have to those realms. So you have to just let it drop. There's plenty of times I've told people and I'm like, I know like 100% this is accurate. I would never say that to them. And I just no. say, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me try and interpret a different way. Uh, let's go down this avenue. Like an example, when I first opened up when I was 17, I have absolutely horrendous feet, like Shrek levels, horrendous feet. Like I have a skin condition, they're disgusting. <laughs> uh, and I went to a spiritualist church because I, I didn't know where to go or what was happening. Uh, I'd mentioned to people that I was seeing things and tests were mentioned and eyesight tests and stuff were mentioned. So <laughs> I, I obviously wasn't being heard or understood. So I went to the spiritualist church and uh, this medium stood up and, and she picked me out and she said, oh, like, you've got really sore feet. And I was like, no. Uh, but literally, like, not not trying to blindside, uh, just being like a 70-year-old, like, moron, basically. And I was just like... <laughs> no, no, my feet are fine. And she was like, no, no, there's a problem with your feet. But in, in my mind and in the nervousness of the situation, I thought she meant I'd hurt my feet and I hadn't hurt my feet. They'd always been like that. So I was like, and this poor woman's on stage in front of like 50 people. And she's like, no, there's a problem with your feet. And I'm like, oh, there's not. And then when I got home, I was like, and I, I was like doing something and it's like intuition. I, it just hit me when I wasn't thinking. I was like, oh no, 
oh no, like I do have a problem with my community. <laughs> like an obvious problem. And I kept saying no, and that poor woman was stood there probably wanting the stage to swallow her up. So I've never done anything on that level, but I think what I'm trying to express is, yes, our intuition, the, the information is always there, but how clearly can we see that information and how well can we interpret it? And then how well can we express it? Because you always have to lose the language of the listener. How can we express that well enough for that person in front of us to understand? Uh, so yeah, it's quite a delicate and intricate situation. And it, honestly, when I express it like that, it can sound very complicated, but it's not. It's literally practice, practice. I apologize, using it. And then once you get that feel for the information and you start to know that you're right, you can be more confident. And then not only in expressing it to other people, but in using it as in intuiting people around you. Because you know, the last thing I used to get feelings about people and experiences when I was younger. And then I used to judge myself that I was judging them. And I was mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be feeling that about them. I shouldn't be thinking that. They seem, it, let, let's be honest, like, when we intuit people, it's usually the negative about them that we like to pick <laughs> up on. So it's never like, oh, I intuited them and they were lovely. The negative always sticks with people. It's usually with human beings about security and safety and not being kind of short-handed and stuff. But I used to pick up on, I was from like a, you know, a fairly rough neighborhood. And I'd pick up on people and I would deny it. I would deny it in myself and I would deny it about them. And eventually it would be proven in myself to be right. But over the years, it took me a long time to learn that to trust in my intuition, but trusting in my intuition didn't mean I was judging that person. So mm-hmm. for, for me to intuitively be correct about someone, I had to get to a point where I had to decide to trust my intuition or to go around the bend uh, <laughs> to lose my mind or to put myself in vulnerable positions that I knew I didn't need to be in because I'd already picked up on that situation. So when... Uh, I think I had to come to a deep understanding myself that making a choice on what I intuited about someone wasn't judging them as long as I didn't go telling people about it. And as long as I didn't push out onto that person in a negative way, it would just be to understand the situation, understand that person. And that gave me a greater knowledge of what decision to make next or what to say next or or what to do next. But it's, you know, it's, yeah, I, I think it, the question was about can it be wrong? And I've gone off on a tangent no, again. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just going to give you a quick example. It just comes to my mind. Uh, this is not always, but this is how it can help. I was used to live in Portugal uh, and it was like three o'clock in the morning. We'd been to the bar and me and my, I do not recommend, by the way, I don't drink now. I've not drank for like 10 years. Uh, eventually when you get to a certain level, drinking and spiritual work doesn't work well, especially with your aura and holes happening in your aura and stuff. That's a whole other story. But at the time I was still a Neanderthal and I was just naturally spiritually open and I was, I was drinking and we were walking through Portugal at like two, three in the morning and we're all chatting, laughing, because, like, you know, you better drink. It was quite loud. And all of a sudden, we we're about to cross the road. And I just heard in my head, uh, no, we was about to turn left down this, this sideway. And I heard in my head, no, cross the road now. And I was like, we have to cross the road. And my mates, and everyone just like stopped, I'm like, what are you going on about? I was like, cross the road. And they weren't listening to me. So I got really agitated. I was like, you have to cross the road right now. And we crossed the road. And uh, as we crossed the road, there was another guy stood at the corner. And then as we looked down, there was an alleyway and there was like three or four guys waiting for us down the alleyway. And we were like, let's like, let's get going. So all I'm trying to say is that's quite uh, an extreme expression of intuition. But it's always better to trust your intuition and be wrong later. Uh, that not to go with how you feel because then at least you don't feel like you've let yourself down as long as in by following your intuition intuition you're not hurting other people mm-hmm. yeah I, de- I definitely feel like it growing up I always felt like I had a really strong gut and a lot of what you're saying really resonates with me especially when like you meet someone and you're like oh and you feel like you're judging them but you just get this really bad feeling and historically I've ignored that feeling <laughs> like it'll be fine I'm being judgy it'll be fine and then 
you know, months, years later, I'm like, no, I should have trusted my gut because my gut, whenever I followed it, it's never steered me wrong. And now I call it my intuition, but it was always, always that really, really strong feeling. So yeah, a lot of that resonates, but what a story. Oh my gosh. Good thing you. Yeah. I, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, this, that was the next three months where I apologize, but it just came to my mind oh. with, with you saying like you trust in your gut it's uh, because that's the solar plexus and that's the psychic center as well. And that's where, when I, if I'm reading someone and I start to connect to their energy, that's where I start to feel how they're feeling or I'll feel that's the main uh, epicenter of it. Anyway, I'll feel what is going on for them. And that, that's what it'll be. If you're in a social situation, like th there's things about setting your space as well. So I don't want to start giving people tools and techniques when they don't have, they also have the ability to ensure that you know you cross the road you look left and right like you also you know have have protocols and stuff to doing spiritual work so you don't want to be going out into the open just trying to intuit everybody because when you <laughs> intuit when you intuit in and that you're actually mingling with their energy and you're picking up on their energy and people are doing that all the time but it can have a more adverse effect when you're aware of it and it starts to have an effect on your being but if you know like it, there's nothing harm with like speaking to your grandma or <laughs> speaking to someone you trust at work and then just taking your awareness to your belly just just slightly just hold your awareness on your belly uh or your stomach area and just feel and just feel there and be receptive uh and as you're receptive you'll start to you, you'll start to be aware that you're actually feeling that connection with the other person and maybe how they're feeling so sometimes, you know, you look across uh, the school or the office, you know, people say like, oh, they seem down today. And yeah, there, there is like body language things, but also I think people are, are picking up intuitively on each other. And uh, if you allow yourself to be with that feeling more, you'll realize there's something deeper there and it's probably speaking to you uh, in, a, in a clearer, more concise way. So pay attention. <laughs> yeah it's just about attention and awareness they're all natural abilities and yeah sometimes you may need to like give them a bit more attention to hone them in more but they're actually happening all the time and people are using them all the time it's just that we're so caught in our minds uh, that we're not we're not recognizing what we're doing and what's happening if you provide attention to when it's happening or how you're feeling it you'll realize it's deeper there and you realize that you can actually use it rather than it just spontaneously happening sometimes. Hmm. Um, so you've told us a lot of really good information, a lot of really good stories. Um, if, if you're comfortable um, with what I'm about to ask you, um, then we would love to hear it. But um, what's the most surprising thing that's come through when you are um, doing a spiritual reading with someone? Okay, so uh, I was gonna thought he was gonna ask me about my own experiences because they're oh. wild. I was like, people don't need to hear uh, <laughs> experiences. Uh, so I'm trying to think of something that do you know? Do you know what was funny? Like, oh, I don't know if I no, I shouldn't. I was gonna mention you, Christina, and then the experience afterwards. Maybe I should have mentioned that. That's okay. I don't even know what you're about to say, but that's okay. Yeah, okay. No, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, diff it's difficult because I shouldn't really like talk about my readings with people, but you, you don't know those people. I'm trying to think of some things that might have come through that was that was wild. But I, I, I mean, I hope I come across like this. But I'm also when the readings happen, it's hard to explain, but it's like I'm in a place of non-judgment. Uh, so then I'm really like this expression to them. Uh, of information so i know it can be difficult because as i speak to people i always try to reassure them because i sometimes the way it works with me don't really know understand what's being said i just know what to say and it, it doesn't always come out as concrete sometimes it comes out in analogies and it makes perfect sense to the person but it doesn't make any sense to me when that happens it's beautiful because it it saves the person the embarrassment of having somebody in front of them that they don't know knowing something about them because it can be it can be very scary and difficult situation especially when people come and they realize it's real and you're not just saying generic things like you know you're going to meet a six foot tall dark gentleman and then like <laughs> uh, Toronto train station it, you know like when you start to express deeper understandings of the person it 
it leaves them very raw and very vulnerable. Uh, and they'll, you know, we're hopefully here to provide healing and love and not to not to, you know, cause any other issues. But I'm trying to think, I don't want dead dead air for you. No, uh, I know. I know when you read, when Nicole and I came to see you for a reading, so Nicole um, had a reading from Shannon and I was with you and it was everything that kept coming out of your mouth. It was all obviously symbolic and you were interpreting it. And in my head, I'm like, yep, yep. And you just kept saying, does that make sense to you? Does that make sense? I'm like, yep. Yeah. And at the, yeah. at the end, you're like, I hope it offered some clarity and I hope you feel better. And I'm like, Yep, basically confirm that my life is falling apart right now. And you were like, no. I'm like, I said, no, no, it's good. It's good. It means like yeah, awesome. because it was about your private life. And 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 I have to admit, sometimes I do know what's going on, but I pretend I don't because I really feel for the person in front Aww. of me. So I'm like, uh yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but I literally sometimes I, like I obviously know it's like to do with a partner, and I obviously knew to do with like things weren't I don't know how much I can say Christina but things weren't going too swimmingly uh but then I I'm not sure I didn't know which or why or what it was falling on but really what happens is I don't want to speak out a turn as well so what people will find as they open up and develop is you have a position of integrity and it's a very precarious position because you're trying to run another person in front of you. You're trying to run or honor the spirit that's giving you the information and you you're trying to speak for them. And everybody knows nobody likes anybody speaking for them except themselves. <laughs> so when you're trying to speak for them, like I, I, uh, I got another funny story actually, but I, I try to do my best to represent what they're trying to say. But at the same time, we don't know what, what level that spirits are and at what place they're communicating from within themselves. Because when you pass over, you don't just turn into like an angelic being of love and light. You're just basically the same as you are. And that's why that's why it's really important in this life to start doing the work because we're all being like sideswiped with X factor and all these things. And then when we pass back over, we've not made any development in our self unfolding and the more you unfold within yourself the more you unfold that beauty the more the external reality and spirit spirit represents that uh and the higher you can rise in planes of consciousness to higher planes of love and beauty and that the higher you go the more beautiful it is and the more loving it is so you know the old egyptian like weighing of the heart and like right, the way the heart against the feather and that's basically like obviously symbolic for the weighing of your own heart when you pass over like you can only rise to the level that your heart can vibrate to, uh, which isn't really obviously your heart, but it's the vibration of the love uh, and conscious uh, like level that you're currently vibrating at. But um, yeah, I'm not sure where I went into that. But so with, with the wildest thing that happened to me, uh, not wildest, but I had someone else come. Uh, I've had, I, I, we do get like a lot of, ladies obviously it's rare that men come men do come but i often find like more ladies come uh and i used to say to shannon a lot of ladies come have relationship issues and then my biggest fear is their partners then come in afterwards and saying to me you've been telling my wife this <laughs> so shannon used to laugh because i'm like because if anything started coming up about the relationship, we like, oh no, like I really, really don't need this. Like I don't want to share this. Uh, so I was reading, I was reading a lady, and she she was having trouble with her partner. So I expressed everything, and then two days later, her husband phoned and said, "Oh, my wife came to you for a reading." I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, cool." And he was like, "She said you told her to leave me." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I said, "I said." mate listen to me I said no I never tell anybody to do anything nor do I tell them to do whatever spirit tell them they're getting information from loved ones like you would get information from your grandma right now if you went down to see her or your friend they're still giving them information it's fundamentally up to that person who's got that information to take it as they will and do what do with it as they want anyway he was like can I come and see <laughs> so I was like uh, yeah if you'd like to I was like oh my god like what is gonna happen here I was like keep the kids in the house like don't <laughs> so it, it came down anyway we became friends because he came down and he was like no no I'm just I understand the relationship struggling I'd like a reading so like I, I did a reading for him it went really well 
and it, it and eventually like helped their relationship and they stayed together uh but it was just funny because i was like here we go it's gonna be like about nine foot and uh <laughs> it's just gonna be like you know like you told my wife i did not tell her to leave you I said spirit told her to leave you i didn't tell her to leave you but yeah <laughs> but i can tell you another one. I, I, I won't share this with my friends i was at this is because I think this is the kind of one you were looking for, so I'll share it with you. Uh, I was at work, it's someone very close to me, I won't say who. And I was at work, and unfortunately, this is just because I'm very open. I was doing something and I happened to think of him. I do my best not to think of people, and if I if I focus on him, I start getting information, and that's just not fair. So I was at work, I thought of this person and they're very dear to me. And then I started to get the feeling and the images of an affair. So I was like, whoa, 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 this isn't good. Like, I need to communicate to him that they shouldn't be doing that because they're very lucky where they are and they need to understand that. And I'm not quite sure. So there's a time difference with this communication. So it's very late at night. So I text, said, how are you doing? Like, miss you and all that. I just want to ask this and I asked and then two seconds later my phone went like bling, bling. like they phoned me and they were like you shouldn't do that that's not fair like you shouldn't do that <laughs> and I said, I said I really didn't mean to I said you, you just and it came up but I think we need to discuss it so we chatted it and it's like no it, it's gone now it was nothing nothing really materialized on that I said well you need to sort it out because like that's just, just not okay so yeah like stuff like that happens and yeah, obviously it's not great for the people that are involved. I'm, I'm a beaut to live with. Shannon's like not saying anything to him. I was looking at like, yeah, you want me to read you, Shannon? You want me to read you? <laughs> I'm only joking. We don't. She's the same with me. Like, you feeling okay? You feeling I'm like the most condescending husband ever. I'm like, feeling okay this morning? Bro? She's like, yeah. I'm like, when you're ready. When you're ready, you can talk. <laughs> she's like whatever and then later on she's like yeah no i wasn't really feeling it but it's this oh she'll do that to me so it's funny like the yeah (laughs) can't get away with anything with each other you just know how each other's feeling yeah no but then also like that's where when we first met that's the thing with intuition and relationships it can be very difficult i was very sensitive so i could pick up on a lot straight away and you try not to and then that puts the it's, it's such a difficult position to be in because that can put the other person at a disadvantage. Uh, and so sometimes you can have that inner fight of you, if I feel like you, you have to try and find a balance. I became super submissive with people and, and trying to please them. Or even if I could sense things that I wasn't pleased with, I was always trying to heal. I had a lot of poor relationships because I was always picking up people that needed healing. Uh, like needing mending and uh, (laughs) I was always like constantly so but it puts you in a tricky position because yeah you you can know more about someone than at a regular level you probably wouldn't and then so that that can be quite tricky Uh, but now we're both pretty much open and intuitive then yeah it becomes balanced but at the same time uh, sorry the reason why I was saying that it was goes back to like can your intuition be wrong is If the person you're with is telling you you're wrong, but you're right, but there's something they don't want to share or there's something that they want to keep personal, which is fair enough. Like even a relationship, we all have our own beings and we all have things personal to ourselves that we're maybe not ready to express and share. And that's where it can become a tricky thing to navigate is uh, trusting what you're feeling and what you think's right. Uh, but also respecting the person that you're trusting and feeling it from. But still, fundamentally, if the information you've garnered uh, and you you have to make a decision based on it, you always make that decision for what's best. That's not going to be you know negative the other person in terms of outwardly, purposely hurting them, like emotionally, mentally, or physically. But uh, making a decision based on what's you know the right decision based on the information. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Was, go ahead sorry oh no I was, I was actually gonna ask um and what I was what I was gonna ask kind of um matches with what you've been talking about I was gonna ask like how can you tell the difference between you projecting your own um experiences insecurities whatever it is on someone else as a, not necessarily a partner just on someone else 
Um, how can you tell the difference between that projection and your intuition? Like, how do yeah. you separate that? And you know what, that, that's a good one because obviously as you're starting to become more sensitive to others, uh, ultimately you're becoming more sensitive to yourself and it's knowing in between the sound and chaos of others and yourself where the boundary lies and when it is you're picking up on others and when it is you're just protecting your own insecurity onto other people. So I would say it, it comes about when you become more intimate with yourself and you know yourself better so all these gifts are great to help people but to, to be honest we should help ourselves first and i know that doesn't sound very spiritual uh but the as a as a young teen like going through my spiritual awakening i went through a very odd stage of really trying to help people to the point it became detrimental to my help and one day they gave me a message and this is a very basic message but it's it stuck true with me and uh, I was rowing in a boat and all these people around me were in boats but they had holes in their boats and their boats were sinking and I my boat had holes in and I was rowing to them trying to fix their holes and the more I was trying to do that the more mine was sinking uh, and it was like you're in no position to help other people until you help yourself. So I think if you use your intuition to become more intimate with yourself and then to use it to help heal yourself, elevate yourself and open yourself up to a more place of peace. And once you know yourself, you can then know if you're not projecting it onto others. But it is easy with people you're not emotionally connected with. So to read people I know can be much more trickier and difficult uh at first but then as you start to get familiar with uh the information and how you're receiving it that becomes easier as well but i would i would say that i would recheck 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 and validate if it's within an emotionally strong situation because when when you'll find when emotions are really strong intuition's really weak and low <laughs> uh, emotions are like you know like a fire and uh intuition is like a gentle like you know, pond like you was expressing before with one of your visions. So uh, you'll know if you're in a calm place and you're picking it up and you can make a rational cognitive decision and uh, it's not firing, firing you up. So yeah, no, it's tricky. It's like anything in life and it's delicate and it's, you know, to use, just to be like delicate with yourself and sensitive and just to be, if you're coming from a place of love and understanding from everyone, uh, then you know, you'll always make the right decision anyway hmm. that's good advice actually it's really good advice it's easy said <laughs> it's easy said it takes a lot of practice yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely so no I, I understand that that's uh, some I've learned a lot I appreciate that question because it's difficult when you're going you're intuitive and you're opening up and you're going through relationships and uh, to know the difference between yourself and the other, I think it's it's good at any level, especially at that level. I find that's something that I ask myself a lot too. When um, and again, like learning to trust your intuition, I'm always like, okay, am I just projecting my personal feelings, my experiences, my whatever on this situation, on this person, or is there validity in this? And so sometimes it like takes like a lot of questioning or like some time and and usually it's my intuition <laughs> yeah, and that, that's awesome yeah and it's good you go through that stage that process uh because I think like we mentioned before like we've all met people and been there probably ourselves where you can get carried away with ideas within spirituality but are, are the actualities are the are the direct like experiences and I think if you always question and re-step and question you're always going to provide yourself that protection that you deserve and the, the protect, protection to other people uh, otherwise it becomes like gossip or it becomes mm -hmm. paranoia or it becomes you know and I, I think with what you I was thinking then when you were speaking Christina was like what it, it what it is what are we looking for from intuition does that make sense mm -hmm. so when, when we're questioning it uh, what is it that we're actually looking for? Are we looking for validation that we can do this, which everybody can? Or are we looking for answers to something? And uh, what, is, what is the probably the best way it's just coming to me now while you were saying that is what is our desire within the situation and what mm -hmm. is the information? And I think if you look at your desire, you may start to feel what kind of answers you want from it. And then are you getting the answers you want? Or are you picking up on what's right? And you'll find from 
I keep saying that word, I don't know why fundamentally, but you'll find that usually the answers and understanding are come from a place of compassion. And when that compassion, it neutralizes it. And it's not a us or them, or right or wrong, but it's what is, and it's generally partisan, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it, may, it may be something that you deem to be not negative, but not, not, not what you're looking for or not what you want. Or it may be a situation that not be appealing to you or great to you, but you'll find that that doesn't come from a place of judgment. Like when I mentioned the reasons, it comes from a place of understanding. And that's when you'll know you've hit the nail with the intuition because it will be compassionate and understanding. And then you'll make a choice based, a compassionate choice on them what to do. Uh, so I think it, you'll realise it probably, now I think about it, now you say it comes with compassion and and like a non-partisan uh, understanding of the situation. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Well, you tell me, you two are like full-blown. <laughs> I'm expecting next time you come around to teach me a few things. Like, <laughs> you know, like, Are you coming to see me next time? <laughs> yeah no yeah but like (laughs) but yeah that's what I mean like it's like we're all in it together and you know it through this conversation like I'm learning things and it I think that's what it is is that's what I was trying to say before there's there's no levels to it there's just a sensitivity and an experiencing of it and then when you share like what you were saying then, it sparks something in me. And then I realize, oh yeah, no, it brings more clarity to me because then you reinvestigate and rethink it and like, oh no, that's it, that, that makes sense. And that's what's good about sharing. And I think that's what's important about this kind of thing is, you know, the, the word gifts and the, those kind of things, it kind of adds a specialness to people, but we're all, it is a gift, but we're all gifted and we all have that gift. Uh, it's just about knowing we have it and then learning how to use it. And I, I think that's what's important. There's, there's, it, it's, you know, I can't think of the word. It's going to sound corny, but everyone is special and everyone's beautiful. If people could only see, if people mm-hmm. could only see, like they, they have no idea, have no idea. I, I went to a, I hadn't went to an ayahuasca ceremony, Santa Daime. Uh, we did like a 10 hour dance. It was like ridiculous. I shouldn't have done it because I already have like really clear vision spiritually. So, like, ayahuasca blew my socks off. And, uh, <laughs> but when we got back, it honestly, it honestly affected me for about two weeks. And this is funny because I sat in like just this grotty car park with Shannon. We're waiting to go in this cafe to meet people, you know, like a, like a $2 breakfast cafe. And we're sat in the car park and the cars are driving by. And I obviously was still kind of connected a bit. And I could see that like, I started tears that run down my eyes. And I was like, what's up? Are you okay? And uh, it was like one of those like sad situations. And I'm like, I'm like, people have no idea like they're these beautiful balls of glowing effervescent light and they're like driving to work and they're getting gas or they're going for breakfast and beneath like the facade of grayness and dullness of material reality they have no idea how beautiful they are I'm like crying in this back and she was like I think you're still a bit high of ayahuasca day I'm like yeah like I am but if like uh, I can't express if it's, it sounds like words and it sounds like poetry and it sounds like metaphor, uh, but it's not like all this stuff we're talking about is reality and it's there for you to experience if you want to. And you are beautiful and you are wonderful. It's just about you accepting that and then allowing yourself to pull off the mask of uh, inferiority and illusion uh, to reveal that to yourself and then allowing yourself to express it in whichever way suits you best. Oh, that's amazing. We're all so capable. We are. We are. So I think you've given us a lot of really good advice today and given the listeners some really good advice for, um, uh, I think, being more aware, being more open, trusting themselves, trusting their intuition, and, um, you know, how to kind of tap into their own um, intuitive abilities um, into their own gifts and you've put it so beautifully, but also given us a lot of practical advice. Um, but it's only a short show. Uh, what if someone wants to get in touch with you, where can they get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, definitely. We have their website. Um, 
I think it's www.thefabricofbeing.com. Uh, then we have uh, the fabric of being at Gmail. And uh, we're also on Instagram as well. And that's the underscore fabric underscore of underscore being. Um, and yeah, you can uh, drop us an email or drop you guys if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, the service is on the website. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can drop us personal messages on Instagram. We're always happy to help if anyone needs any advice or any help. That isn't like, you know, a, a scheduled thing or anything. Mm-hmm. And we awesome. we can't say enough nice things about you. I think after the first time, <laughs> first time Nicole had a reading with you. No, I think we had a reading with you together, but she had yeah, heard about you from another podcast. And then I came for a reading with you and my mind was blown. And I, it had never happened before. It had never happened. And you just seemed like so real. And then I told all of my friends. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't think any of them have scheduled um, appointments with you but yet, but all of them are like, oh yeah, like I'd love to go see them. I'm like, no, you have to. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Mind blowing. Um, but we will um, definitely put your information in the show notes. Um, and um, I think we're going to have a little giveaway as well. Yeah, definitely. Like my, I mean, I mean, hopefully one time Shannon couldn't make it today, but hopefully one time you can have her on. She's much more grounded and peaceful in her communication. Uh, but yeah, the, Shannon is extremely gifted at mediumship as well. So we're happy to offer, uh, depending on what you ladies want to do, but we're happy to offer to the podcast like a free reading or free experience. So we say that because, yeah, you, you can have a mediumship reading uh or an intuitive reading but if also if somebody wanted to come with me for an hour and learn how and you know see my aura and learn how to open up themselves uh, i'd be happy to help somebody in that way as well or e- even over video chat or anything like that so yeah whatever, whatever you ladies decide we're here to to help out with somebody who's interested or the winner of doing that okay that's Thank great you. Well, um, we'll add the um the details to uh, our instagram so just i guess stay tuned for our instagram and we'll have all those details on there for the contest definitely all right well thank right. you so much guys for coming on to the podcast today we really appreciate you having this conversation with us taking up your time out of your busy day so thank you so much yeah no thank you i hopefully i've, I've offered some little bits I feel like maybe you know talked quite a bit but hopefully there's some nuggets of uh, information in there that might help somebody for sure thank oh. you okay. thanks it is all right Bye, sisters. Care, guys. <laughs> that's it for our show today thanks for joining remember you can always reach out to us on our socials on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you. So please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.